Welcome back to your daily Bible podcast. We're continuing through the book of Daniel together. Today we're in Daniel chapter 2. We're going to be looking at verses 24 through 49. Then Daniel went to see Arioch, whom the king had ordered to execute the wise men of Babylon. Daniel said to him, Don't kill the wise men. Take me to the king, and I'll tell him the meaning of his dream. Arioch quickly took Daniel to the king and said, I found one of the captives from Judah who will tell the king the meaning of his dream. The king said to Daniel, also known as Belshazzar, Is this true? Can you tell me what my dream was and what it means? Daniel replied, There are no wise men, enchanters, magicians, or fortune tellers who can reveal the king's secret. But there is a God in heaven who reveals secrets, and he has shown King Nebuchadnezzar what will happen in the future. Now I will tell you your dream and the vision you saw as you lay in your bed. While your majesty was sleeping, you dreamed about coming events. He who reveals secrets has shown you what is going to happen. And it is not because I am wiser than anyone else that I know the secret of your dream, but because God wants you to understand what was in your heart. In your vision, your majesty, you saw standing before you a huge shining statue of a man. It was a frightening sight. The head of the statue was made of fine gold. Its chest and arms were silver. Its belly and thighs were bronze. Its legs were iron. And its feet were a combination of iron and baked clay. As you watched, a rock was cut from a mountain, but not by human hands. It struck the feet of the iron and clay, smashing them to bits. The whole statue was crushed into small pieces of iron, clay, bronze, silver, and gold. Then the wind blew them away without a trace, like chaff on a threshing floor. But the rock that knocked the statue down became a great mountain that covered the whole earth. That was the dream. Now we will tell the king what it means. Your majesty, you are the greatest of kings. The God of heaven has given you sovereignty, power, strength, and honor. He has made you the ruler over all the inhabited world and has put even the wild animals and birds under your control. You are the head of gold. But after your kingdom comes to an end, another kingdom, inferior to yours, will rise to take your place. After that kingdom has fallen, yet a third kingdom, represented by bronze, will rise to rule the world. Following that kingdom, there will be a fourth one, as strong as iron. That kingdom will smash and crush all previous empires, just as iron smashes and crushes everything it strikes. The feet and the toes you saw were a combination of iron and baked clay showing that this kingdom will be divided. Like iron mixed with clay, it will have some of the strength of iron, but while some parts of it will be as strong as iron, other parts will be as weak as clay. This mixture of iron and clay also shows that these kingdoms will try to strengthen themselves by forming alliances with each other and through intermarriage, but they will not hold together just as iron and clay do not mix. During the reigns of those kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom that will never be destroyed or conquered. It will crush these kingdoms into nothingness, and it will stand forever. That is the meaning of the rock cut from the mountain, though not by human hands, that crushed to pieces the statue of iron, bronze, clay, silver, and gold. The great God was showing the king what will happen in the future. The dream is true, and its meaning is certain. Then King Nebuchadnezzar threw himself down before Daniel and worshipped him, and he commanded his people to offer sacrifice and burn sweet incense before him. The king said to Daniel, Truly your God is the greatest of gods, the Lord over kings, a revealer of mysteries, for you have been able to reveal this secret. 
Then the king appointed Daniel to a high position and gave him many valuable gifts. He made Daniel ruler over the whole province of Babylon, as well as chief over all the wise men. At Daniel's request, the king appointed Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to be in charge of all the affairs of the province of Babylon, while Daniel remained in the king's court. All right. So, we all know people who are naturally good at certain things. The numbers numbers people leave people like me in awe with their ability to calculate numbers in their head. Athletes push expectations of what a physical body can possibly be capable of. The artist sees beauty and inspiration in normal everyday life items. God has given each and every one of us unique abilities, talents, unique insights. We all have a unique shape made from God. And it's not for our glory, but for His. And when you and I learn to operate in our gifting, things come more easily for us than they do for other people. And if we're not careful, we can start to take the credit for what God is doing in us instead of celebrating what God is doing through us. Daniel had an incredible prophetic gifting. When someone wasn't sure what God wanted, they would turn to the prophets like Daniel, men and women who had the ability to declare God's will and interpret his purposes. Daniel recognized that this gift came from God. So before Daniel would even share anything with Nebuchadnezzar about his dream, he reminded everyone who was listening that this wasn't Daniel's ability, it wasn't Daniel's wisdom, but it was the God in heaven who reveals these mysteries. So something incredible happens. Instead of just Daniel getting praise and Daniel getting credit and Daniel becoming rich and powerful, when Nebuchadnezzar saw what God empowered Daniel to do, it caused him to think twice about Daniel's God. In fact, it caused him to declare Daniel's God to be Lord over all lords and king above all kings. It caused him to lead a bunch of pagans to worship the God of the universe. And we learn a very important lesson from Daniel, is that when we give God glory, the glory that he rightly deserves for our skills and our abilities, God can then use them to draw other people to himself. Let's pray. Jesus, today I have a simple prayer, and I just pray, Lord, that more and more I would be turning my attention, my focus, my life, my words, my thanks to you, that I would see that you are at the source of every good thing in my life, that you, God, are blessing me and caring for me, that you've given me the abilities that I have, and Lord, that I would be turning other people to you in everyday, ordinary situations, that we would give you the credit so that people would see who you are and how good you are, that they would learn that you are a good God and that you desire to bless and care for your kids. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.